Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, the podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like what this beer is doing to my <laughs> brain right now. It's just imploding it with all 17.5% of its alcohol. <laughs> yeah. My name is Joshua Lytle. I'm a filmmaker, podcaster, and storyteller. Hi, I'm Chris Wegman. I'm a filmmaker, podcaster, and storyteller as well. Uh, I'm Dave Ailing, voiceover guy, dungeon master, and I will be watching rapping, singing, play sensation, Hamilton this weekend. (laughs) Perfect. So as you might have guessed by now, there's no special guest. Uh, However, Chris hasn't been on the podcast in in a while, so welcome back. Thank you. I've been dying to do some more story making. So, guys, I've been gone for a couple weeks, but... uh, who set up this mat in the kind of like dojo area in the... Oh, the dojo area of the Story Machine 9000? Yeah. Uh, it see was some, a collaborative like, effort between yeah. Josh and I. I see uh, some scrolls on the wall. Yeah. I think yeah. that one means like... Uh, one of our regular uh, tea sessions, we thought it would be nice to, uh, you know, feng shui the place up a little bit. And, and those boards up against the machine, uh-huh. like, can you break them? Well, I mean, uh, we can. Can you? I, I think I can. All, All right. right. Let, me get, let me give it a try. Ready? All right. Get the stance, shoulder width apart, apart. like your feet are on railroad tracks, slightly ahead of one another. All right, I'm going to put my whole shoulder into it. All right. Okay. Ow! Yep, that didn't, uh, yeah, well. So you got got to visualize yourself moving past the board. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, I couldn't imagine if there were like 30 of these in a row. Oh, actually, uh, Josh, hit that button. You want to see what 30 in a row looks like? Yeah. That's what 30 in a row looks like. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, uh, Josh here can... uh, you can just use his mind to break all of them, but, uh, well, that's another podcast. <laughs> I was uh, hoping the, the second time, or, like, if I were to try to break the board again. All right, okay. try, try to break it again. Okay. Yeah. I might use my feet this time. I feel yeah. like I'll have a better Okay. Sure, kick. why not? All right. Sure. Josh, hit the easy button. All right. This is going to be just as hard as it was last time. It's just balsa wood. Yeah. Hiya! Oh, nice job. All that's right. Cool. The machine started. Oh, there we cool. Go. Oh, it outputted a trophy for you. Oh, I bet everyone gets one of those. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yep. Alright, so the genre is printing out, and it looks like Spy is our genre. Oh, good. Yay! Have we had Spy before? No. no. Awesome. Our prop is a dead body. <laughs> oh, great. Yep. Our line is paper or plastic. Okay, interesting. And our location is the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So, a spy movie, possibly set in San Francisco. Possibly. Uh, we need a dead body. Yep. Well, our prop is a dead body. We don't need one. I, I, last thing I need is a dead body. Yeah. Don't send us dead bodies. So. Yep. And our line is paper or plastic. Mm. I was uh, I was in a meeting of some sort. I was recently reminded of the analogy of painting the Golden Gate Bridge. Have you guys heard this one? No. No. So the adage goes, uh, oh, I feel like we're just painting the Golden Gate Bridge the moment that we finish is the moment you start at the other end and do it all over again. Got it. Okay, I get it. So, okay. something about painting the Golden Gate Bridge was like first in my mind. Okay. Or this metaphor of like an endless task. Or a metaphor of an endless task. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, spy movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, Chris, you may be <laughs> best yeah. equipped <laughs> to... Uh, uh, w- w- do you possibly have a favorite spy movie? Well, I... Or a series of spy it, movies? If you're asking me to start out by talking about what are spy movies, I feel like you, I would be remiss to not mention that there's a whole series of spy movies uh, based on the character James Bond oh, never heard by of Ian yeah. Fleming. Oh, okay. Huh. Weird. Hmm. 
Yes. What, what is this? What is this James Bond? Well, James Bond, he's a uh, he's a spy for the British Secret Service, and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> cool. But but no, I mean, yeah, James Bond's a very big uh, passion of mine. So I'm really excited to have this spy. What kind of gun does he carry? A Walther PPK. What is his boss's name? His boss's name is M. What is his technician's name? Q. Okay. What is the most creative Bond villain, in your opinion? <laughs> well, I mean, when I think of the Golden Gate Bridge, I think of Christopher Walken as Max Zorin in A View to a Kill. So The question was, yeah, yeah. Who, what, what is your favorite Bond villain? You didn't ask me my favorite. You said that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We, we could review the tape, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Christopher well, Walken is a uh, trying to, he's trying to destroy Silicon Valley so that his company can uh, be the supplier of silicon to the world and make all the money. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Were there spy movies before James Bond? Not really like that. I don't know if you would call them spy movies. I think the genre of spy movie really came out of James Bond in the 50s. Yeah. Um, there were definitely spy novels, and, and I think the closest thing movie-wise would be like TV shows or uh, like film noir, sort yeah, of like noir private stuff detectives. Sure. Yeah, that's like super close. Mm-hmm. But that's more like everyone's playing that person yeah. rather than that person playing everybody. Yeah. And that's what the James Bond thing did, I think, is just make Bond the center of like a lot of everyone wants him, everyone wants to be, be him. him. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the movies, I mean, there's a bit of formula to the movies, but mm. there's something important to them where like... Let's talk about that formula, maybe. <laughs> well, uh, usually... Courtesy of the uh, James Bonding podcast. They've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, but James Bond usually walks into M's office and gives him a job to do. And uh, <clears throat> usually it's, you know, recovering something stolen or protecting someone or going to assassinate someone. It doesn't really matter what mm-hmm. it is, but he's given the mission that he's told to go talk to Q, who has some gadgets that, you know, they, they seem high tech at for the time period the movie was made and they strange enough like help him get out of some like a very specific situation yeah. in the future but then he he there's a scene of him flying or on a train going going somewhere and uh he usually there's usually like a helper character like uh like another another spy or a right now, local agent now in the call to action mm-hmm. well I'm calling it the call to action slash the mission that's when we introduce the villain right the villain yes. is already known yeah I would say because usually the mission is like go kill this person or stop them from doing something okay, okay. You know, yeah so I mean like the villain is kind of set out at the beginning like this is who but but anyway so he goes he goes somewhere exotic he usually meets a friend and a lot of times there's some sort of girl that he meets mm-hmm. usually and, and it sometimes it seems like there's like there's two girls usually there's like the the person who's sort of in distress and the the sort of like femme fatale okay character there's definitely a lot of femme fatale characters uh who's like the right hand what of the slut. villain <laughs> so i mean i think that's the to. that's the basic <laughs> setup of a james bond movie okay and how does it resolve well james bond typically he blows everything up and gets the girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and this is super generalizing every element of, of movies. Got it. But. So the only other franchise that I can think of would be the mission impossible series. Mm-hmm. And 
I just haven't seen them. I mean, I'm going to be totally honest. They also have kind of a similar setup, right? So there's there's a very clear mission. Like they to the to the how point. difficult would you say that mission is? Um, next to impossible because mm. <laughs> you know otherwise they wouldn't fucking do it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think they are really similar, like plot wise. Maybe the only thing that I've noticed that's different is that the missions in Mission Impossible are usually a little more personal to to Ethan uh, Hunt's characters. Oh, that's his name? That's his name. (laughs) You know, like the CIA's betrayed him or like someone stole his wife or his... (laughs) Again. 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 I I don't know. The wife stealing. But but then I think the James Bond movies have kind of shifted that way too recently. I would almost argue that, uh, that Zoolander... Is kind of a spy movie. Zoolander yeah. is definitely a spy movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. And that's that would be in the vein of like, like some of the other spy movies. There's because like, there's obviously there's like parodies off spy movies too. But I'm thinking of oh, something yeah. like, uh, like the kids spy movies, like Spy Kids, mm-hmm. yeah. or like Agent Cody Banks, where yeah. they take it's like you're someone who's not a spy, and we're gonna turn you into a spy. Yeah. I think Zoolander is the same way. Yeah, he was a model, and they. T- they like well, yeah. you're going to be a spy now, or Despicable Me. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they yeah, take yeah. the supervillain and, mm-hmm. and make and he becomes a spy. So I'd say that's another. There's either like there's the spy, like our character is a spy and he's the best spy, mm-hmm. or there's sort of you're a nobody and we're going to turn you into a spy because uh, of your inside knowledge of the particular subject. Yep. And then there's real spy movies. I mean, like, let's let, yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> like obviously, like, spies born, are real. Mm-hmm. Born, like, the Born series? The oh, Jason no, I meant, like, a oh. Bridge of Spies. Yeah, oh, Bridge <laughs> yeah. of Spies. Like, real spies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a spy versus yeah. spy. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to, to, to the top of the conversation, I feel like, in a lot of ways, while I haven't seen very many of the films, James Bond really sort of paved the way for a lot of those tropes, right? So those are a, a lot of the elements that those movies borrow yeah. are directly pretty much if you watch Austin Powers it takes every trope got it from a James like yeah. all the James Bond movies and just like yeah. shoves them into one yeah it's pretty awesome mm-hmm. so i th- think we're and you kind of alluded to this earlier chris i think we're at a crossroads like do we want to make the quintessential textbook spy movie or do we want to put a special spin or perspective on it do you think there's like something in our prop or line or our location that that like hints towards that spin? Like if there was a spin, it, uh, a dead <clears throat> body is our spy dead? He's a zombie spy. <laughs> what's the what's the principal difference between Indiana Jones and James Bond? So essentially, they both go on adventures to lands afar. They're both after a certain thing or to oh, yeah. stop a certain party. Mm-hmm. What makes it what makes it distinctly spy? From my perspective, it's the motive, right? So, so if if I had to, if I had to describe it in just a few words, I feel like a spy is someone who works for an organization, whereas Indiana Jones was kind of working up, you know, his working of his, his own volition. He's like another he's sort of. He's got like another motive than just like king and country. For yeah. sure. I mean, Indiana Jones was inspired partly by James Bond. James Bond was one of the inspirations, and that's why they, they wanted uh, Sean Connery for the third one too. So, got it. Yeah. I was, oh, see, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Junior, no, definitely Junior. a big inspiration in that one. I think it's um, one of the elements that always pops up in James Bond. I think that you you didn't touch on, but that's almost a huge trope of a lot of spy movies is that they are sent out on a mission, but they always have uh, contact back with home. 
And at some point, that contact is severed, and they're on their own, and they're left to like do things their own way. James Bond definitely has like a support staff, like has a support, support staff, system, but, but then there like, is a point when like yeah, but it's spy, so he gets caught, and, and then and then always because it's spy, and the nature of the movie is deception. Allegiances to the main character are, are all, always in question, mm-hmm. and so so often that you can have double agents or what have you, yeah. or a mole. So I, I mean I, I think I think we're all aligned and, and it's very clear all the different sort of tropes and uh, maybe even some of the different set pieces that, that normally happen in in a, in a spy movie. Mm-hmm. I think we're we're still at a, at a bit of a crossroads as it relates to do we do this a little bit differently or do we sort of steer into the skid and we just do we we create a, a straight up and I think what we're asking, essential I think what we're asking movie. is what character we want to make because i think either way there's twists we could put along the way that are unique but so i i I have i have an idea and and just sort of referencing some of the other uh criteria so you know we've got the golden gate bridge and um chris earlier you mentioned uh silicon valley Mm -hmm. and so i was thinking about this this idea of uh you know a spy being someone who who infiltrates or there's espionage uh, of another organization or another company like corporate espionage yeah corporate espionage and because you're talking about that that support network so they have like a home base mm-hmm. and so this person has to infiltrate a, a a rival company or something and maybe it's another tech startup and that's that's kind of where my mind immediately went um, just a, just as a way of like mixing it up so so rather than working for a, a government entity this person works for private in, can, yeah can I private industry so I've always thought because I like spy movies so much. And like we work for a consulting company. Go on. I always thought, what if a consulting company was the front? Because we get to go into all these different oh, organizations. No just invite us in so easily. I've talked. Yeah, yeah, I spoke to so many CEOs yeah. that I'm like, I'm absolutely not qualified to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just like you know, it'd be like, like we're sending a like a filmmaker, you know, but actually, like you're doing like undercover stuff on the side. Wow. I don't know. I, I, I had that idea a long time ago. Okay. So for listeners at home, uh, what does a consulting company actually do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me, <laughs> me too. Um, I mean, well, I guess... We're asking in, listeners at home. What no, really. Yeah. Uh, please call in. Yeah. Uh, number is one. Yeah. I mean, I guess in so many words, and I don't know if this is the best explanation, but I mean, essentially, consultants are, are uh, third parties that are brought into another organization to help them solve a problem. Like a spy. Yeah. Right. This is interesting. Because you have to, ha- there's always a big bad in these, and they're usually in these movies, and they're usually sort of time relevant, right? Like, so in that one, in the the movie, I was the James Bond movie I was talking about, where where Christopher Walken's in it, like it was the early '80s, and tech was a big thing. Yeah, uh, you know, jump to the very beginning of James Bond, the the Cold War was in full swing and so like mm. cold war was the bad guys eventually the cold war wasn't like a thing anymore so uh, all of a sudden like the russians weren't the bad guys we were actually kind of like working with them mm-hmm. and to like stop like titans of industry so like there was yeah. like this rich billionaire who wanted to like build a mansion under the ocean and kill everyone on land huh. you know and and then uh i don't know in the in the most recent ones they're like cyber terrorists yeah that's that's interesting because you know you're talking about the the, the sort of um the what, what what's happening uh around the globe at mm-hmm. the time right and so yeah. it's, it's it almost uh, it almost begs the question what war is this character fighting mm-hmm. at the time right so we're talking about 
uh, you know, the the private uh, the private sector, so industry, technology, and we've got this consultant character. Some something is ringing in my ears that you said, Chris. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> something you said is, uh, <clears throat> Chris. Something that you said is ringing in my ears, and that's this idea that, like, what if the entity or corporation or whomever you're working for ends up betraying you and so yeah. and I know that that's not it's like not new. obviously a, not a new idea right but yeah. in in the context of business mm-hmm. what if this person ultimately finds out oh god I'm kind of working for the bad guys <laughs> could, it, um, could it be um, in, in, in today's sort of like business world there's lots of corporations so like companies own companies sure. own companies so I don't know how naive this sounds, but he might not even know who he's actually working for at the top. That's one of the things I like about earlier Bond movies is that, like I said, it's sort of set up as he walks into the office, he's given a job, and he goes and does it. You know, in some of the ones, the more recent ones, like I said, everything has to have like a meaning. It's like he has like a personal vendetta that he has to solve. But in the earlier ones, it was sort of like, I'm just doing my the job, job my job yeah and obviously the villains are bad people and he's good so yeah. it's okay that he's just doing his job but so mm-hmm. a, a thought had occurred to me and i apologize uh for I, I apologize to the listeners who aren't familiar with the show reply all but the most spy-like episode is the one where pj goes to india, india. Uh-huh. where he's essentially Investigating what what turns out to be a shell company or a series of shell series companies. of shell companies. So basically, uh, to to conduct nefarious business, uh, these people set up fake corporations oh, and for shell sure. companies There's and that a, sort of thing. Yeah, off, offshore I accounts. I like where you're starting to go. So what if our character is uh, originally meant to inf- infiltrate what on the surface is a legitimate company, and then goes down this this crazy rabbit hole of you know, this isn't a Let's company do at this. all. Okay, okay. Let's do this. And maybe there's sort of a cyclical nature to it. I'm going to leave it at that at the moment, but... I'm working for a shell company, too. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> everything's okay. a shell. But, but anyways, what I was going to say about the character... Oh, I like it. What I was going to say about the character is yeah. I think we sort... that's That tells me that we're doing the first thing where he is he's a spy he's a good he's like he's good at his job yeah and like in his mind at the beginning he just sort of does what he's told oh. okay yeah. going on there but. i'm going to start out with something sure i just want to start Lob moving it out forward. there okay yeah. um like a grenade it professional jack duncan is at his desk one day. <laughs> <laughs> yep okay <laughs> um it's good that's a good spy name isn't it though shit. duncan yeah jack duncan yeah. Uh, so uh, Jack Duncan's at his desk when uh, when he receives a piece of uh, uh, email. He at first thinks this might be uh, spyware or malware or phishing or something. Spyware. Yeah, spyware. <laughs> Ooh, oh, shit. spyware. Dude, shit. Done. Man. Done. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this okay. is falling into place. Um, eventually, uh, his uh, his his boss, uh, let's just call him Andrew, uh, walks over and says, uh, uh, "Hey." <laughs> Andrew? A. Like, As in like, A. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, his, his boss, uh, we'll around. just call him A, yeah. uh, walks over and says, uh, Jack, uh, as you may have noticed, our company has been infiltrated by some phishing. So in this, in the, I like where you're going. Yep. So in this scenario, Jack Duncan is, this is his job. It so is. He's, yeah. Um, yeah. He's Malware a, professional. Yeah. So he's. Professional whatever he is. So in other words, 
just just to so wait, k- kind of paint a clear picture he's not just like it support he's actually okay. i thought wait wait but is he a corporate spy like it, like yeah, he doesn't have that on I'm, his yeah. title that's not that's not on his business card Think, but yeah. that's his job is corporate spy exactly he's like maybe somewhere between like an investigative uh, uh journalist slash uh, it guy like he's the person who like tracks down actually where these things come from and stops them but turns them in to, to Chris's point, that that's something that you might hire a consultant to do. That's yeah. very true. That's right? why I was wondering. Maybe his company works oh. for other companies. So like, well, yeah. I mean, Jack walks into his boss's office a and says, "What's the assignment today?" All right, and all we right. can make sequels now. Yes, yeah. we can. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So let so, me let me let me play off this. Please do. So, and I think there needs to be a, a sequence at the beginning of the movie. Okay. That has a dead body in it. But just saying. Oh, oh yeah, it's <laughs> just like ones and zeros and dead bodies flying around. Well, no, no, I mean oh. like a scene that'll come back later. <laughs> oh, I thought anyway, I was thinking about a sexy Bond intro. <laughs> oh, we could have that too. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. But no, so Jack's sitting at his desk. Sure. In just a normal office. He describe uh, this normal office, please. I think it's it's it doesn't have cubicles because that's kind of old school. But it, okay. it's sort of it's like, like open, open office. It's open office. Yeah. Big windows. Big windows. Oh, Slanted colors. roof. Bright colors. Yeah. Somebody is quietly making a frappuccino in the background. Mm-hmm. Someone's loudly talking. Yeah, and so he he's looking through his email, and just like sometimes your your email will tell you like if it thinks something is like phishing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Would it tell you if something was like spyware, or like maybe something mm-hmm. like sketchy? Because because what what I'm thinking of is is in uh, Mission Impossible. He always gets those those uh, letters like the 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 messages right and it's like this message will self-destruct yeah. so so something that you wouldn't normally click on he knows like something like like a Got like it. an email that is for like a website to support like an african king Got it. Okay. You know what I mean? It's one so of those. He's, 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 look, he's looking through his, his spam mm-hmm. folder yeah, or his this, junk mail. This, so he's scrolling through his email and he notices this email that pops up that, that most people would delete. But that's yeah. that's a code to him to click oh. on it. And that's that's linking yeah. him to his boss. So it's like, like would you that's, like it's to. spyware. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a African king. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. And I want to. I, I just. If you send me 15. Thousand five hundred and forty-two dollars, which yeah. is actually a secret code, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, whatever it is, I, I, either one. I love because he clicks on it and it gives him more information. That's where he gets up out of his his IT get, buddy next to him is like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what are you yeah. clicking on that for? Are you crazy?" He's like, "Trust me, I know what I'm doing." Yeah, <laughs> I'm Jack. And, and so Duncan. he like gets up and he walks out because like that that tells him to go it's talk to his boss. That goes. That tells him to go talk to his boss. Yeah. So, so just to be clear, that I, I, I like, I like what we've got so far. But if I'm, if I'm sit, if I paid eight dollars for a ticket, go on. It's a, it's, it's a matinee. <laughs> um, and I'm watching this. He works here, right? And people know he's a spy, or he's working someplace no, else, and no one people knows. People don't. He's know. a spy. It's a front. I think yes. it's more than just a consultancy. It's okay. a consult. Well, no. So I'm saying what you're saying is, it's a consulting company that deals with like really special projects. I'm using finger quotes here they're so big these these are problems that you can't solve okay with talking you have to solve them with your fists like that kind of is that the oh, kind of consulting company dang. we have here yeah i mean that's good but that but just but to be that clear that's that, the that's like the secret part of it that's the secret part of it this company right yeah on the surface on paper as it relates to paying taxes and stuff like yeah, that yeah. they have yeah but i was a legitimate I guess, business the question was does do all the workers like does the guy sitting next to him know what they do or is he one of the only people who know actually what well that's do. why i was asking yeah 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 i mean in my mind the way that i thought of this is like the org structure if we want to get into the business a little mm-hmm. bit 
is that in order for them to operate and, con- and conduct this sort of business, mm-hmm. it's not exactly above board. It's like, it's it's spy stuff. Yeah. It's not like, mm, in the eyes of the law, it's a bit of a gray area. Okay. So I'm gonna guess, so I'm, I'm positing that this organization is itself kind of a, a shell company. They operate in daylight, but like, even some of the people like, right. don't know. All right, so we're saying he he works for a consulting company right. that on the download does consulting. Yeah, with, with their the, fists. With their fists. <laughs> yes. And so there's a department. Stuff. There's a department in it that just most people don't know about. Exactly. And so, yeah. like to the surface, like his his average Joe buddy next to him is like has no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he's dealing with like. You so know, that's why he gets contracting McAfee yeah. all day. So so that's why he gets the the, the email that's still secret because anyone okay. in the office could be watching. Sure. And that tells him to go walk down this really into, cool, slick lined hall that to, makes to his, his footsteps sound office. super echoey and yeah. neat. Okay. So I feel like we're at another crossroads and while I know the answer to it already because I think we've already we've already started down that path. We're not talking about like Legit, like this could be true corporate espionage. We're talking about we're just taking the all the different fun tropes and hyperbole that are normally associated with spy movies, and we're just setting it in Silicon Valley. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think so. So when he puts it in his his special dollar, the vending machine slides over, and then he yes proceeds and, down the, the long it's hallway. Very get smart. Okay. Yes. Right now. Okay. Right now it is. Yeah. Now okay. what he gets into could could shift, but. It could even be like a just shut the door, or it could be like yeah, I'm I'm sneaking out behind the vending machine. Okay, we're uh, gonna have to choose one. Got it. Which do you think? Uh, what do you want? What does your know. heart tell you? I, I like the vending machine just because yeah. it's you vending know, It's got the the code, mm-hmm. the the numbers and letters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes for a uh, yeah. No one no one ever gets a uh, big red. Big red. It's perfect. Who the <laughs> fuck buys big red? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it'd be so easy to bust this organization. You just everyone's trying to get a big red. I buy big red. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> All right. So, so he goes into his boss's office. Yep. There's some, uh, some, some witty banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. Oh I, come on, let's play it out. <laughs> Are they drinking? Do they drink? Uh, sure, they do. Highballs or yeah, old fashions. Yeah, he's got. Uh, so, so wait, does his the office of the consulting company is very hip and modern. Does he walk into his boss's office and all of a sudden it's like wood panel with ships on the wall? Uh, oh. You would, yes, Chris. <laughs> it's, it's your wet dream, baby. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Yeah. All right. It's, so he it's, steps- it's, it's, it's Chris Wegman's like ultimate <laughs> fantasy. It's mahogany lined everything with, with old ships and, and so scotch. It feels like he steps back in time. It's back his, in time. His, okay. his boss is very crotchety. Like okay. old, he doesn't understand why the rest of the business is going the other way. Because I mean, damn I mean, consultants, what I mean, do they even I, do anyway? I mean, if he his only his boss's only job is to do this specific part of it, so right. And so he's down there drinking scotch and smoking cigars all day, and uh, all of a sudden Jack Duncan walks in. Jack, you son of a bitch, got another one for you. <laughs> he says something about his hair being too long because Jack looks like everybody else. He's, okay, what is mo- he's modern? What's and, that shit on your head? <laughs> <laughs> They call it a, a man bun, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm just, I'm just getting such a, a vivid picture of Jack Duncan now. I, I mean, so okay, so he, like he's like essentially just yeah, he's like a he's kind of, like a startupy sort of Silicon. Yeah. When's the last time your face saw a razor, son? Yeah. Okay. 
He says something about like the last time your you know liver wasn't oh dead god <laughs> Let's good. Ah, yeah good one yeah. <laughs> it's that sort of rapier's wit that we hired you for Duncan anyway we got a new one slaps a folder down on the desk it's like look he's, and Jack Duncan's like do you have any consideration for the environment why didn't you just email yeah. me some of this stuff. <laughs> Like, All right. Listen here, enough of your sass mouth, Duncan. Now, anyway. <laughs> I mean, if this is canon, I know exactly where we're taking this character. I mean, he's just going to be, you know... All avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a cocktail that has LaCroix in it. Oh, absolutely. Then right. that's what he drinks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, was a, I that know. was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch that. I, I, I feel like... Um, uh, Tito's soda and lime is the lightest, <laughs> hippest drink that I know is going around right now. We're at a really important <laughs> yes, part here, which okay. is what the actual mission is. Mm-hmm. I think one possibility as it relates to his mission, and only because it's topical, and I feel like this is kind of that's kind of where this this whole film is going, is just like the yeah tremendous amount of spam and fishing like it, it's got to like I, I i picture something sort of topical like that like uh, you know uh, most of america's spam and fishing scams are coming from this one location and it's you know so, so and, if, if they're and, a, uh, and it's not nigeria i was gonna say it is nigeria oh, well i was gonna say it's right like in our own well, backyard it's our own backyard well, remember, san uh, francisco Bond goes somewhere sort of exotic, which like could be a Nigerian okay. prince who's actually bent on taking down. No, the no, internet. I mean usually goes to like some different city or place. Oh, okay, like, okay. So, so I was goes imagining to going to to San Francisco, and that was where I was almost saying like, maybe, and this this really doesn't matter where uh, Jack's office is, but it doesn't have to be in. He doesn't have to live in San Francisco. That could be where he's going. Yeah, they could be in any other hipster city. Okay, but I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. I was just saying, like, pack your bags. You're going to San Francisco. Seemed like an easy way to to tell the story. Well, no, I mean, I, I like I like where your head's at, mm-hmm. and, and we can we can sort of streamline or expedite it for the sake of the podcast mm-hmm. because he he could go to Nigeria or sir, or some other far flung place, and and, and, and that's that's just it's sort of a red herring, but that yeah. gives him a right. clue to well, the because, actual because they, they, you know, the, the signal singles bounce around the yeah. world. There's shell companies. We were talking about that. So, and it's true. And this is already starting to, to adopt some really spoofy qualities. And so I think, I think he definitely goes to Nigeria. Uh, the, the other thing I was going to say mm-hmm. is that because they're a consulting company, wouldn't they be working for someone else? Like an, another reply all episode just made me think of this is like the, the last one about Amazon, where like they were talking about like fake, yeah. oh uh, yeah, right. like fake Amazon reviews. So like if Amazon was having a problem, they would hire this company to figure it out. And I'm not saying that we need to use real companies, but they're an online store. Yeah, insert fake name is concerned about spyware. I mean, we're, we're, yeah, whatever no. we were talking about, like fake emails and stuff. Yeah. Like so so on the surface, the organization where he works deals with kind of everyday problems. They deal with like the consumer. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the equivalent of like Kapersky mm-hmm. or Norton antivirus yeah. or something like that. But on the back end, they deal with like some pretty like yeah. dark web so like, sort so of like, stuff. Like, dark web stuff. Like yeah. rainforest.com came to us. <laughs> Can it be Congo? Yes, Congo.com <laughs> came to their company. Jack's company did their normal digging into the problem that they have and found that it's not a normal problem. It's his department's problem. 
a problem that can only be solved with you know an undercover you know license to kill with force yeah with well force. they they find that it's just a series of shell companies and so in order to sort of navigate the fog mm-hmm. as it were yeah it's going to so take like, one man is that man jack Dawkins? That man is Jack. Okay, so, so Jack. all the, all the, all the. Um, it's actually uh, Ned Flanders. <laughs> Congo feels like it's being infiltrated, like like its cybersecurity is being hacked, and yeah. that that someone's really going to. Um, well, the problem is like they're sending out like all of this stuff and perceivably making millions of dollars off of this malware, but yeah, for yeah. what end? We don't know. We what don't it know, is. and you have to go find it. Right. And, and what and are they ever, doing? This and for? all of our sources point towards. Nigeria. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nigeria. Okay, so. Pack your bags, Duncan. <laughs> You're going to Nigeria. So, Jack Duncan has his mission. Yep. He has his orders. Um, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about how that mission goes and maybe what happens after after that mission. We'll be right back. <laughs> So Jack Duncan, super spy, works for antivirus company in Silicon Valley. Named Hush Hush. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's spelled with no vowels. It seems like a very startup-y thing to do. H-S-H-H-S-H. Yeah. Hush Hush. Unbeknownst to his coworkers, actually has a secret job within the organization. While uh, Hush Hush normally deals with uh, grouchy grandmas who uh, have their credit cards stolen. A lot of identity theft, a lot of sort of run-of-the-mill stuff uh you know uh try turning it off and on again yeah yeah there's particular cases which are a little mm, shall we say extra and only one man is fit for the job and that man is jack duncan that's right and uh when he gets a message from his boss andrew Andrew. a A. in this case a uh summons jack duncan to his office and he is given the mission to travel to Nigeria in order to find out more about where these nefarious phishing schemes are coming from. This this particular phishing yep. scheme is making it seem like Congo.com has issued it, but really we've tracked it to Nigeria. So per A's instructions, Jack Duncan has packed his bags and he is uh, Nigeria bound. So and, and we all agree that like this 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 really isn't the, the important part of the the like it's definitely like a set piece like there's a sure. there's a whole action I, scene and stuff that happens I was gonna here say, i think there's like, some th- important things that happen we realize i mean he, he should learn that in nigeria is just a shell company yeah for something that happens to be back home where he came from yeah uh i think he should also meet a friend and i mean a buddy a buddy and this is but it could be a chimpanzee <laughs> <laughs> it's also not the 80s so yeah. it's not gonna be a chip <laughs> but if but if i were going to make a spy movie i think this person should be the potential love interest in, later on sure i mean in, in in keeping with the the genre right yeah i mean it's it's one thing to talk about the 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 tropes and what's to be expected but mm-hmm. uh I, I think in keeping with the genre I think it makes sense. So, so because this is sort of a shell company, like he gets to Nigeria. Yep. His, I mean, I mean, how how generic, how fast tra- track generic do you want me to make this? Because I would say he gets there, his hotel room's bugged. Okay. Which means somebody knows he's there. 
he goes to the company because yep. I mean they have an address for this place. Yeah, sure. He was supposed to investigate it. He goes there, and there's a woman receptionist. Okay, I think we we make her this person who like someone who she he doesn't you wouldn't think that she's going to appear later on, but because. This is just a shell company. She yeah. appears later on. Okay, so he. Okay, so let's, so, let's, so, so let's, let's come up with up. her character then. Yeah. Uh, so two parts. Mm-hmm. Number one, he's in his hotel the night before. Yeah. Uh, outside, uh, only by shadows, he sees that there's people ducking around his window, yep. and he immediately knows what's going on. He listens to the wall, and he can hear the whine of a drill as it's being like put into his wall and he knows exactly what's happening okay. with his with his lightning like speed he uh he whips open the door uh and uh chucks up his laptop at the offender it knocks him out cold um he's got no identifying marks uh and then a van just like peels out of the parking lot breakneck speed okay um he only gets to see like a couple of letters and it says sh at the end Sure. That's what I got. Okay. <laughs> the next day, uh, still not knowing who this guy is, he just sort of like uh, hangs him by his feet and and from his, with oh, his. Oh, I thought uh, the guy got out, got away. Oh no, he knocked him oh. out with his laptop. Oh okay. Uh, so uh, so so as a warning, uh, Super Spy Jack Duncan takes his bed sheet and hangs him up by his foot. He doesn't. He doesn't try to interrogate him. Like he oh yeah, oh, yeah. He certainly he does. He doesn't certainly tie him does. to a chair. Certainly does. Oh, no, 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 no. Hotel room? Okay. What am I talking about? Right. Of course, Super Spy Jack Duncan does. I was going to say he could be our dead body, but so he's like, I, I'm telling you, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I'm just, I'm just this low level schmuck i'm just a guy i'm just a guy man like somebody like uh it's me somebody was just like hey you want to make a quick buck and tossed me in this van and and just told me to drill something into your wall and and i'm a professional electrician so i mean of course it was like some extra bit of cash i mean i'm willing to do anything man please don't kill me please don't kill me okay he gets shot in the head oh shit the the gunshot comes from a van outside the hotel room and so Jack Duncan wit- witnesses this guy get shot in the head yeah. and that all over the wall that incentivizes Jack to run to the window sees the van and, peel yeah, out yeah and he sees the van and it peels out mm-hmm. right and you just can't quite make it out but it says it's SH on there SH mm-hmm. yeah he writes it down on uh on a, a notepad next to the Gideon's placed bible yep. and uh and then he's off on his uh, uh his next mission the Mormon Bible. If he's staying at a Marriott property, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yep. We normally don't keep secrets from each other, so I'm curious what the SH means on the on this van. I don't know. Oh, all right. Oh. I just put oh. it out there. Oh, got oh. it. And right. I'm not keeping a secret because I think it's a dungeon master move. Got it. Sometimes when you don't know what to do. It's kind of nice to just throw out something you really don't know the answer to and see what your players do. All right. And okay. that's exactly what I did. SH. Hmm. Okay. Because now it's it's a mystery that we can solve together. Yeah. It's it's All right. Yeah. He's got to keep moving. He's got a job to do. Sure. Yep. He goes to the company that Yes. And the company well, yeah. What did we call it? Or they're they're posing as Congo.com. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, no, but he hasn't been there yet. Uh, no, he hasn't been there yet. Uh, right. Send Just yeah, Sencor was the was the shell company. He, he walks in the front door, and he's greeted by a young, beautiful secretary who looks very nervous, and also not like she belongs there. Yep. So maybe it's her first day. 
Yeah, first week. Lo- first week. Yeah, yes. I like first week. Not, not first day. And and, and she seems surprised that somebody actually walks through the front door. Mm-hmm. And he's po- he's posing as like because he he has to work for some company. Yeah, you know, and he's so he's, Jack Duncan so, has cleverly disguised himself with a pair of horned rim glasses and a briefcase because everyone knows who Jack Duncan is in the in the underbelly world. Sure, they do. A lot of these people, they they get hired by the these organizations, and they don't entirely understand what it is that they're doing because yeah. they get hired to do very sort of mundane tasks, and mm-hmm. they're not they're normally not given the the full picture, right? And so, I wanted to to sort of justify why it's this person's first week. She doesn't know to play it cool or act differently in front of Jack Duncan, super spy, international super spy. Cool. Can we give her a name in a little bit? Because I kind of think this is where we make our uh, our female interest character. Uh, she's going to be Nigerian. Um, uh, sure. And her name is Rose. <laughs> the, the reason we know she's so like nervous is because he's very uh, like friendly and open when he walks up to her. Like he's oh, he's he, also yeah. dead to write sexy. Oh yeah, well, sure. super sure. sexy in his man bun and, and like yeah, and short short beard, <laughs> short beard, just yeah. yeah, yeah. So he stole the polo off the wall driller. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm just. Uh, it's my first day. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't given me my badge yet. Right, but no. Wait a second. Wait a second. But, but like he had equipment with him. Like the wall driller had equipment with yeah. him. Yeah. She recognizes the uniform and maybe yeah, yeah. she just says like, "Oh hi, sorry." Like she just divulges information all willy nilly. She's like. Hey, do you have your badge? Sorry, I'm new here. Maybe maybe she gets more nervous as as she's because she's the only one with a badge and so she's got to thro- show him through a few doors and yeah. so as as they're going down these the a series of hallways. Yeah, and Jack Duncan's like, "Yeah, I just got a call that our server's overheating. I really need to get back to the server room right away." And she's like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah, if we can really move this along, that'd be super." Yeah. All right. Oh, and this is where the gun comes. <laughs> so, okay. so she takes you get him. your wish bud oh god so, so he wait. walks back he, he walks through a couple hallways past a few doors that show like the, some darker like the cubicle pee-pee. areas yeah and into a uh meetings uh, with uh hooded occult members going on <laughs> no <I'm> kidding <laughs> and and into like a server room okay the whine of the server room is loud as he's led into there um does she leave him in there uh no she's she's just standing there like you know, she's like, um, do you want me to hold the door for you? He's like, no, no, I'm fine. She's like, well, I don't really know who you are. Uh, I'd feel better if I was if I was here with you. And he's like, Ugh. okay. He's like, he's like, doesn't the front door need attending to? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Okay, well, just let me know when you're done. Okay. All right, she leaves. Oh, so, she leaves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm taking it as canon. Okay, sure. <laughs> I think she leaves. So he's, he's so Jack own. Duncan is now alone in a cool futuristic blue lit server room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dark the dark lighting is uh, only made bright by any sort of metallic object he has in his hand. One of which is a gun. He takes it out. Josh, what happens next? He pulls out the muzzle and it's a USB drive. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. It's a PP USB. Plug, he plugs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what it says on the side. Oh my god. So he plugs awesome. it into a terminal and starts searching. Yep. Yep. So yeah, he he plugs it in, whips out his his laptop, which the screen the screen is cracked from from the night before, <laughs> clearly dented in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's got it's got a bit of discoloration, yeah, a small amount of blood. Yep. And he's 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 hacking the mainframe. Yep. As they say in the movies. <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden he's in the system. 
Yep. Uh, and through a series of discovery shots, Sencor is actually just another shell company, a series of shell companies. We show a map of the world. We show, you know, things flying all over the place. And then all of a sudden he's like, San Francisco. And then you hear like from off screen, hey, what are you okay. doing? What are you doing? At which right. point he spy fighting. So, yeah. so he turns he turns around fast and like pulls out the the, the drive. Nice. And so at this juncture he's got to make his great escape because yes. he's been discovered. So exactly. on his on his way literally out the front door, um, he he turns around um, by the front desk. He knows the pursuers are coming, about to go through the double sliding doors, and he looks at Rose and he and he gives a a shush and a little wink. And then he throws a smoke bomb. Okay. And he's out of there. Okay. Sure. That's that's what he does. Okay. That's cool. Boom. Yep, fair and enough. then yeah. and then we and then we segue and he, yeah. all of a sudden Jack's on a plane. Yeah. Let's we, get the fuck out of Nigeria. <laughs> seriously, we're out of Nigeria. Jack's already on a plane. He contacts home. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, he home. Yep. He's like, what's going on? I'm actually headed to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Is uh, specifically. Um, the bay yeah <laughs> so does so does jack fly like first class and while he's while he's contacting headquarters of course you know, he does uh flight attendants are coming by and he's at least in delta comfort <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so right. he mentions that he's he's on his way back to the bay that yep. and, and his boss makes some comment about this this being like a lot messier than he wanted it to be you know like like yeah. he thought this was just going to be an easy job and it's supposed to play is, it by the book yeah this is this is uh, not making him feel good, you know. And he could land and be looking at some of the information. Yeah. Okay. So actually, so he, yeah, he's he's downloading the the information that he just sitting stole. in a coffee shop. There's a billionaire philanthropist. Oh boy. Philanthropist um, in San Francisco, who his idea is to turn the Golden Gate Bridge into a Wi-Fi hotspot. Okay. So like he's 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 like with the paint. So they're mm-hmm. going to paint it, and it's going to make it a giant tower. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this but, is the world's largest Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah. He's like giving this to the world. Like I'm giving this to you. Okay. Because I love you all, <laughs> all you millennials. It's big enough for the fucking but world. <laughs> it's an unsecure network. But hold on. Oh, yeah, right. Right. I mean, I mean, in the in the information, in like on oh the computer, God. this billionaire is the bad guy. Yes. Yeah. He's not a good guy. What he, what he's telling everyone is great for the world is actually going to yep. do what you were saying. Yes. Like, steal all the sure. information. Yes. And send everyone spam. <laughs> So he'll have a Wi-Fi router mm-hmm. big enough to supply the world. Yes. Yep. Let's just do say that. Yep. Yeah. So is this crazier than Moonraker? It's on par. No, it's it's on par okay. with. Uh, well, it's it's on par with uh, what a view to a kill. Okay. <laughs> oh, with Christopher of Walken. Course. All right. Yeah. This uh, is like Christopher Walken crazy. I mean, if if if, if that's the bar, yeah, that's a, we're we're right in there. Okay. Okay. We're in. We're so, okay. So we're good to place. So like, yeah, it's just the fact that like, it, it's not that the the computer tells him like this guy's yeah. bad. It's just why is, and there's two things that he sees on his airplane yep. on the airplane. Why is this data from Sencon? Talking about the the bridge and the magazine in in the back of his, uh, uh, of the, the, the seat pocket. Yeah. Talking about like his in-flight magazine. Yeah, his in-flight magazine. Is, yeah. The front cover is about the billionaire. Oh, yes. that's good. And like that's good. He's, like so so that's now good. he's gonna go meet the billionaire. Yeah. Now he's gonna go, and and the billionaire's name is something really rich. Oh, Milan Usk. <laughs> no, no. Uh. 
Sebastian. Ooh. Okay. Good rich name. Clay. Ooh. Sebastian Clay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billionaire okay. Playboy. Billionaire Playboy. Sebastian Clay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm. So during the flight, this I mean, this is sort of like the download of information, not just for yep. for Jack Duncan, but also for the audience, right? So it's when we're putting all the pieces yep. together. And so by the time he arrives you see some in... Yeah. Uh, yep. so, so while he's downloading this information, he gets the name Sebastian Clay. It uh, goes in and does uh, a YouTube uh, search, and it gives him sort of like a old school Robin Leach, uh, Lives of the Rich and Famous. Like they do a little like a montage on him and his philanthropic work around the world Does in it, fact having him saying by 2018 i will give free internet to every man woman and child on earth yep and does it does he also find that sebastian clay is hosting like a gala event oh of uh, course before you know like it's like the launch party the launch party it's yeah. like pre the launch of the yeah and and so he he calls up that's when maybe that's when he calls up his office and and he's got to get tickets for sure. The gala <laughs> there you go. Okay. I love it. That's it's coming together. In. Yeah. Yeah. So through a series of events, Jack Duncan gets uh, to tickets end. to the uh, the launch party, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe this is where he reunites with Rose. It's a big outdoor party yep. with like the Golden Gate Bridge lit up behind it. Yep. There's uh, uh, acrobats inside of uh, giant inflatable balls that oh, are okay. uh, That's right. uh, you know careening over the bay as yeah. uh, as guys in tuxedos and jet skis make waves for them. And <laughs> he clutches the drink in his hand and it wavers a little bit, ah, but still steadfast. Mm-hmm. Professional Jack Duncan saunters right up to the bar, mm-hmm. smooth as a baby's bum. Says something like. Like you travel a lot for a first day intern, <laughs> Mr. Duncan. I am not surprised to see you, although one one quick call by my technology device <laughs> could send this whole party crashing down on you. <laughs> And that's the biggest reaction I've ever seen on Josh Lytle on a podcast. <laughs> My technology device that I keep. What with are me they? They're the like they're they're ex- in my pants pocket. <laughs> they're they're ex with soldier guys. Yeah, the those, those ex those ex <laughs> army men. Yeah, ex army men got yeah. me. That was a good one too. <laughs> and I I think we're all aligned. Rose is strangely changed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's brimming with confidence, and she has uh, she has uh, a definitely a different demeanor. Um, she's not surprised. She knows who Jack Duncan is, and uh, apparently she's played him just like a fiddle. Okay, and, and he says the line, like, what I'm having trouble understanding is what a nice girl like you is doing with, you know, a sleazy guy like Sebastian, Sebastian Clay. Clay. Okay. And, and uh, she says to him, do you think nice girls actually hang out in Silicon Valley? Ooh. Ooh. This conversation has hasn't divulged anything except for their the double entendres in their conversation. I know it's not except they just no, talk no, themselves no, no. in circles all night. No, it's okay. It's okay. But would you like another drink? Would I? <laughs> another drink, Mister Duncan. Yes. Okay. Guys. Yeah, and uh, oh, Duncan. Was- Duncan slugs the rest of his double tall Tito's soda with lime, uh, and he. Slips it down. Don't shake it at all, please. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you'll you'll agitate the carbonated bubbles out of it. That's the only joy I get out of this drink. Yeah. So, so if I were to like to 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 help this this party along, yes, let's get he, out of the party. He has to learn something about Rose's nature. 
like why she was lying back there, what she's doing here now. And he also actually has to meet Sebastian Clay. Like they have to come face to face and like butt wit. That's what I'm going to call it, budding wit. Um, that's good. So maybe maybe um, uh, some thug can come in uh, right away and say, uh, <clears throat> uh, Rose, um, Mr. Clay uh, demands uh, wants to see you now. And she's like, oh, and and, uh, and and you know, super spy Jack Duncan is like, I I too would like to go with you. I'm your I'm your plus okay, one Rose okay, okay. and like takes out his like USB drive and like <laughs> sticks it to her hip I don't know what's that I, I just broke science <laughs> so because Shit, because Rose suck. has been playing him mm-hmm. the whole time is she Sebastian Clay's girlfriend sure Sebastian Clay walks up behind him as they're talking she introduces Sebastian the, oh yeah, yeah. darling Sebastian yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Mr. Duncan Jack Duncan was mm-hmm. it they split. Uh, they leave the they party. Wit, and they, they wit off a little bit. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a big wit off, and they split the part. They they split and they leave the party, and they go to uh, 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 Sebastian Clay's uh, mansion penthouse. Yes. Perfect. Because yep. yep. he invites them back for yeah. the after party. Yes. Yep. And so yep. you 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 can see you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, remnants of the the party happening below, but now they're just in the the swankiest of swanky sort yeah, of penthouse it's a, it's, it's this almost 360 view yeah. uh, that includes the that includes the Golden Gate Bridge yep. mm-hmm. as you can see Is, several party goers like lighting off Japanese lanterns yep. uh, lighting up the next so, guy so, so you got it. on the way to Sebastian Clay's house on the way to on the way to is there okay. <laughs> is there a row of limousines where all the all the people who are going to the after party get in and and Sebastian Clay is being really nice to Jack and he's like oh take that one we'll be in the lead car like we'll see you there is Rose a good person or a bad person we don't know don't so know. so if Rose was a good person I think it's a game time decision okay so here's what I would say if Rose is a good person Sebastian gets her in the car alone and starts asking about. Jack and she's she tries to hide his true identity and he gets a little rough with her. Oh, ooh, yeah. Okay, maybe okay, like that's a slap, maybe like a slap, you know, yeah. something like, you know, showing that like maybe she is a bad girl, but she's gotten in with someone who's like way too bad, you know. Right. Or is she also a villain and they're working together? Mm, you know, I, I mean? like the former. I like okay. the former. I feel like that's ladder. a more classic Bond yeah, but thing. I would. Uh, I I might drug or something modifier somehow. I mean, yeah, getting a little rough, I suppose, is is good, right? Mm-hmm. But what it ultimately does is like sway her away from this like yes. bad influence towards the good influence. Yes, okay. I mean, that was the point. If she's cool, the, if then she's, then the roughing up seems apropos. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and and it's just it's this this one scene where we don't see Jack, where we get an a like this person who's been so nice which is Sebastian Clay, all of a sudden has this like dangerous side. Right. Because, you know, because they're alone. All of a sudden, him and Rose are alone in the one limousine. Right. And he just like barks up to like the driver, yeah. like, keep driving. Yeah, He's like, yeah. is everything okay back there? Yeah. Miss Rose? <laughs> <laughs> keep driving. Right. Like, I, I, like takes I should have left my job in Brooklyn. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So they get to the, after party. Party. Get to the after party. They're, uh, Sebastian gives Jack sort of a little tour of the house at midnight he's like Mr. Duncan mm-hmm. everybody is here to see me launch the biggest Wi-Fi connection in the world <laughs> the at midnight rises? tonight or is it when the sun rises, sun rises. Yep. the golden yep. gate bridge yeah. that gives the us a little more gate. time exactly yeah. and when that golden sunrise hits the golden gate it's solar powered <laughs> 
Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's definitely solar powered. <laughs> That's great. Oh, oh it's okay. definitely solar powered. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been painted. It and, will turn on yeah. by itself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Sebastian actually, like, what a great thing that would be. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be so nice? Uh, <laughs> no, but it yeah. gets ruined by this bad guy. Yeah. yeah. So, so Sebastian's like, uh, Mr. Duncan, can I show you something? And and he leads him up onto one of the high balconies, and he's showing him this. I, I think this is. I would say this is where Jack gets trapped. Okay. This let's is do where. It. All right. Yeah. So what happens? Wegman is powering forward. I love it. Yeah. Let's what, keep, let's what keep happened, going. Sebastian has done the quintessential James Bond villain thing, where he's explained pretty yes. much his plan, minus yep. the whole in, vil, villainous intent. But Duncan, Duncan plays right into it. He's yeah. just like, "But what's in it for you?" Yeah, yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, do you think this thing powers itself?" <laughs> it's like, I mean, the world is run on information, Mister Duncan. Yep. Valuable information. And that value will now belong to me. Yep. I will have everyone's information all around the world. And do you actually know what that means? Sell it to the highest bidder. Jack Duncan's like, sell it to the highest bidder? Yep. 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 Exactly. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Duncan. You seem astute. Uh, uh, Well... Now I have something else to show you, Mr. Duncan. I was gonna say, so oh, is there is there like a is there a goon waiting on the deck to knock him out? Did did uh, did Rose bring just, him? Just, did Rose bring him a new drink that happened to be drugged? No, I feel like it's the middle of a giant party, and then just like this big meaty hand like goes on Jack Duncan's shoulder, right. and he's just like, and my associate wants to show you something else. Yeah. All right, okay. So then we cut later in the night to he Jack like reaches being into like, his breast pocket, removes his USB gun. Mm-hmm. He's gunless. Yeah. Yep, he's gunless. Okay. Yep. He's like, so, so come we, with me, Mr. Duncan. So we cut to the dark room in the the mansion where, where this thug is beating up. Duncan's bloodied. Duncan, yeah. His hair is oh, flopping it's, all it's around. Not, it's not man bunned anymore. No, nope, nope. it it's just down. flopping it with He's got like full blood and yeah. Like hair. He's just like, ah, ah, not my face. So what's the okay. torture device? Like, it's a big lens. A big so lens. so when it's the sun comes lens. up, it's just going right. to fry so it. If you don't mind, I have a Wi-Fi switch to turn on in front of the rest of the world while you die, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Duncan. Okay. All right. So how does Jack Duncan get out of this predicament? Is it his glasses? His Google Glass? He orders a pizza. <laughs> Really quickly. <laughs> hey, hey, Siri, get me out of this. He orders something. They'd guarantee the fastest service on the planet. Sure. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't no. know. I, I literally don't know. Unless he doesn't have a gadget, because the other thing uh, that could help him out is Rose. This guy is a technology whiz. Yep. There... <laughs> What I am saying is it's one of the most simple hacks in the world. Okay. Like, Jack still has his glasses on, which are actually smart glasses. Yeah. And okay. he says, like, um, glasses, hack the mainframe or something like that. Lower shades. Okay. And so he just goes... Sure. And lo- like lowers it. down the yep. shades. Right. Um, uh, so it's a lot more simple than... It's actually much more simple. Yep. Okay. But then he's, like, still restrained. So which he may, yeah. orders a razor on Amazon, and it's delivered by a drone. I'm to by him, a drone. Uh, okay, which he opens the window for, and uh, and the drone comes in, delivers it right into his hand. He cuts himself free, and boom, he's on his way. I love it. All okay, right. great. Cannon done. <laughs> All right, so Jack's free. He's uh, meanwhile uh, Sebastian you, Clay sure? is on. So uh, Jack Duncan is free. Sorry. Meanwhile, Sebastian Clay is on the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> 
so uh, so Jack gets on one of the jet skis. Yep. That they were using earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, to make the waves to make yep. the little girls and go he's, around. And he's riding the jet ski towards the Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, he's got uh, one of the bubbles, uh, the deflated bubbles in his hand too. Yep. Mm. Meanwhile, on the bridge, <laughs> Sebastian <laughs> is giving a speech. Yep. Uh, and Rose is standing next to him. And there's a bunch of people on the bridge. The bridge is closed down to traffic because there's a big crowd on it. Yeah. Right. So he like he gives the whole speech. Yeah. He turns it yeah. on. Yeah. Yada yada yada. I mean, it turns on regardless because the sun comes up. It's yeah. solar powered. It's on. Mm-hmm. Everyone's uh, partying at six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's it's only after the 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 big announcement that uh, Jack Duncan and Sebastian Clay meet face to face, and. Yeah. So like basically duke it out. So it's on and everyone's using it and they're partying and all of a sudden like yeah. all the power dies because Jack like sabotaged it. Yep. And so like uh, yeah, he's so actively Sebastian's like talking to his people and he's like he's like what's going on? Like what what's yep. the problem and and it's like some guy, some guy yeah. is messing with the and it's the whole like, the main transponder. Like if you want something done right, you got to take care of it yourself. He's like get out of here and he yeah. just like goes yeah. down and he just like uh I just imagine this guy's in an all white suit oh, yeah. with a black vest and a gold tie. Perfect. Perfect. Love all it. All right. Mm-hmm. And he's bald. All right, done. Uh, so played he, by Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so he, uh, so so he scales down. Kidding. He scales down the the Golden Gate Bridge, kind of going to its underside, mm-hmm. and sees Jack Duncan there. Walks along some sort of gigantic I beam, and starts punching the shit out of his face. Yep. Yep. And uh, fade so, to so right blood. before you think Jack's about to fall off, yep. Rose comes. Yep. And knocks um, Sebastian out of the way. Because she's got to show back into the... Giving, giving the Jack to get up. the perfect opportunity. Sebastian grabs her. Oh, boy. Because now he's using her as a shield, or he's going to throw her off yep. the side. Classic bad guy move. And using the last device he's got, maybe the drone, something. Yep. Yep, the drone. The, the drone. drone. Love it. Let's Everyone's forgotten drone. about it yeah. by now. Yep. yep. Drone's still there. It hooks onto Sebastian's jacket. Yeah, it just gets caught up in gets it. Gets caught up in it. Uh, and it just flings him... Off the bridge. Off, off the, the bridge. bridge. It he goes sharks. down hundreds of feet, and that shark, <laughs> another shark, <laughs> tasting the blood in the water. There's a big feeding frenzy, and a bunch of sharks jump up and yep. tear him to pieces before he even hits the water. Uh, sure, mm-hmm. cannon. Yep. yep, done. And done. yeah, I was gonna say, and, and because he had turned off the device, he plugs it back in, and, and Rose is like, "What are you doing?" And, and I mean, and giving he, he internet says to the world. He, he says like, "What what Sebastian Craig wanted, you know, giving the." The world Wi-Fi. America's online. Yeah, like like no one's ever gonna know. <laughs> no one's ever gonna know that he was the bad guy. Like a, yeah. sort of like a. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So there's the obligatory scene where um, uh, A is being congratulated by the head of uh, Congo. Sure. Congo.com. 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 And he's like, "Oh, we've got a a live stream to our operative in the field." Uh, because you want to thank him. Oh, and, and they're like furiously like making make out. Making out, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's like, uh, sorry. And yeah. Uh, yeah it's I was trying like, to think of some hipster place they could be. Oh, no, no. Yeah, wait, th- th- this is good. Like, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, we've got this great browser feed to like our field agent. And it's like, he's gone incognito. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Love it. Yep. Okay. All right. And. Fade to black. black. All right. And after God. it fades to black, it'll say Jack Duncan will we'll return. return. Yep. Most definitely. <laughs> yep. Okay. So. I like Jack Duncan. I would do a series of Jack Duncan. Yep. 
uh, a whole series of spyware. I think spyware. We, yeah, we've already decided. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, spyware is the name of this film. Yep. First of many. The secret agents of Hush Hush. Yep. Yes. <laughs> So if you have another idea for a movie in the spyware saga in the form of a logline, tweet that to us at storymachine9k using the hashtag sm9k or email it to us at storymachine9000 at gmail.com. And that's the show, everyone. Our logo design was by David Paget. Music and mixing by Dave Allen. Additional technical support by Justin Teal. And this episode was edited by Chris Wegman. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. So, so there's, sorry, I just, I, wa- I want him to have a gun, but instead of an actual gun, he removes the, the muzzle and it's a USB drive. Oh my God. <laughs> and so That's there's, awesome. there's gotta All be right. a scene let's, in let's the movie that where, you know, he, he whips out this gun and so it's like, oh, don't shoot. And he like takes it off his you know, USB drive. And so the, the, okay. Or, 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 or we or, could, or. <laughs> Or? God or, damn it. Or? 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 Uh, or? Mine?